What up, HyperChange? Welcome to another episode. Today, we're talking about Tesla insurance. I have Sean Mitchell from All Things EV to help me break it down. We just did a one-hour podcast and asked you guys what you wanted to know. It was all about Tesla insurance, and we didn't get to it at all. So now I wanted to make this video just talking to Sean about Tesla insurance and getting your thoughts. So we know Tesla has been rumored to launch their own insurance product for months and months. Everybody's sort of been on the edge of their seat waiting for this new unveiling. Uh, just as of yesterday, Tesla announced the Tesla insurance product available in California, uh, basically allowing people to get bundled insurance through Tesla that they say it can be 20 to 30% cheaper than standard insurance. And so, Sean, maybe, you know, this is actually out of my depth. I don't know too much about this at all, but maybe you could fill us in, you know, why, why is this a big deal? Why are people so pumped about Tesla's new insurance product? Well, it's anything Tesla is is going to be exciting for Tesla owners, right? You know, I just think that they're doing some interesting and innovative things. Um, this is this is just one of them. Um, I did have a conversation with a friend of mine here in Denver. He's a Model Three Performance Model Three owner, but he also is an insurance broker. Um, so he he provided his insight on this, which I thought was really really interesting. Um, and so I'll provide a couple of those insights, and then also just my overall thought. Um, I, I think, you know, I think that this, this is a red herring for autonomy, full autonomy. When Tesla is making cars that they're selling that are driving themselves, they will inevitably have to insure them because they'll, they'll technically be the ones that are, Tesla will be driving these vehicles. It won't be the actual owner. So this is just a stepping stone to offer existing Tesla owners the ability to insure and hopefully um, get better prices. Uh, the reason why I think that they'll be able to sort of chip away at a more efficient price is because they'll have far better insight into the vehicle than a traditional insurance company. Right now, traditional insurance companies um, will give you a discount to install a telematics uh, little little tracking system. My, my little sister has that, and it's hilarious. She never lets me borrow her car. She's like, "They're tracking you, Gally." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, it's. It, I mean, it's it's a really interesting play, but it's not integrated in with the car, so you only have so much insight into, you know, the vehicle. Uh, but Tesla ha has a a far greater upper hand here because the whole car is software. And so all they have to do is push out a software update that then you know allows you to buy the insurance plan. And then it's tracking everything. It's tracking where you go. It's tracking the acceleration, the deceleration. It's tracking you know how, how you swerve in and out of lanes. Um, it knows everything. It can also utilize, it will likely also utilize the autopilot cameras as well. So what other car company and what other insurance company has the ability to do that? Very, very few. Some some automakers like the e-tron that I just got done testing did have a forward-facing camera and they did have some cameras that provided this, this 360 degree uh, backup camera. But um, I think it's on a whole nother level with Tesla uh, for, for many reasons. But th th that's my first take. Yeah. And you brought up a key point, which to me is sort of like, you know, first laws of insurance would be the more data you have, the better you're going to be at modeling the risk and therefore the more accurately priced insurance you'll be able to give. So the granularity of Tesla's data, you know, uh, you know, how fast you react to turn the steering wheel, how many degrees, how fast you step on the brakes, whether you're using autopilot, you know, they have the interior facing camera, whether your eyes are even on the road. Like, I don't know, maybe it gets weird about how much they could track you, but you know, like you said, they want to put that track. This is where already people are going. Insurance companies are desperate to get more data. That's why they're paying you money to install this tracker in your car. Tesla's like is going to get hundreds, 
hundred X more data than that tracker will. Therefore, the accuracy of their insurance product or just the potential of it seems to be far greater from that alone. And this is not something new that they're taking on in terms of the data. They already have this data. I mean, it is it is bonkers how much I mean, they're gigabytes gigabits of data that they're that they're uploading right now today when you pull into your garage and your car connects to its wi-fi it is uploading insane amounts of data about autopilot about telematics it is it is bananas and i mean that's a whole nother conversation but you know tesla tesla will have just inordinate amounts of of data that they'll be able to just wield however they want they'll be able to create i mean th- this is the new google this will be the new google in that that tesla will know everything about where you are at where you go the common you know like you know if a husband's cheating on his wife tesla will know before the wife and it's very much you know it's very much in in tune with with google and google's insight into how they track you not just on searching on google.com but you know it google follows you it, it follows you on what yeah i mean yeah, everything everything so i think i think that the the data that they have right now is the it's a perfect and natural fit for a product like this. It'll be really interesting to see if they can truly, um, if if they can truly get a, a, an insurance plan for people that is less expensive. That's how they're going to. Uh, I think that's how they're going to get people to jump. Um, I have I have been sort of trying to pay attention to what people are saying about it in California because it's only offered in California right now. Yeah, uh, I, I saw one guy said that it was it was more expensive than his current plan, but other people said that it was less expensive. So, I mean, it's probably going to vary, but there's got to be some other benefits as well that Tesla can offer aside from saving money. There's got to be some additional insights. Maybe they can create a SaaS product that people can subscribe to that gives, you know, owners more insight into their vehicle. Hmm. Yeah. And that's kind of what I, my biggest head scratcher with the insurance is there's so much hype about it, but I'm like, okay, it's 20 to 30%. I don't own a Tesla or even a car because I live in New York. So maybe that's why I don't get it. But like on one hand, there's a lot less friction to buy a car if the insurance is bundled in. So I think that makes sense. But then it's just like, okay, my monthly insurance cost is 20 to 30% cheaper. You know, is that, do I think Tesla's going to make a lot of money on this? Probably not. They're just going to make it cheaper for their customers and pass on those savings. So am I missing something about why this should be so exciting? This could also be um, a stepping stone for something that I think you're pretty excited about and you've mentioned in the past, uh, which is not just auto insurance, but potentially home insurance as well. If you think about home battery storage, solar, as well as um, something that you've mentioned in terms of running the house more efficiently, this, like this a smart could, AC system as Tesla correct. sort of expands into the smart home, that whole theory. It, I mean, this, you want your home, you have, in most cases, you want your home insured. And so um, if they can nail down the, the auto insurance piece, they might, they might go for, I mean, they're already playing in the home. You know, they're already doing the solar stuff. They already deal with the roof, which here in Colorado in particular, sees a roof replacement every, you know, two to three years because we have hail. And so, um, you know, you, you want those things insured for the, for the gotcha That's moments. Solar roof insurance. Yeah. Insurance for your $50,000 roof system. Absolutely. And then, and then hmm. you do talk about bundling. You're, you're bundling in house and auto and, you know, maybe personal property stuff. I would not be surprised if, if they can make the auto thing work, 
And there's, I mean, I think that there's probably untapped revenue in, in the auto insurance piece that, that uh, other, other companies have not. I mean, Geico is huge and they do auto insurance. You know, there's a lot of companies making billions of dollars a year just doing auto insurance. So big industry. there's definitely wiggle room there. You know, as we talked about, Tesla will have the best insight into their vehicles. No other company will have that sort of insight. And so it makes a lot of sense. And I think that you could probably create multiple products that owners can purchase or sign up for right from the touchscreen inside of their car. And at the beginning of this, you mentioned probably what I think is really fascinating about this is why does Tesla want to take that liability? Because it's not going to be you driving, it's going to be their AI driving. And they're going to need to get good at sort of solving the liability issues from that perspective because when your robot car crashes, I think Elon Musk is on the record about this at Autonomy Day, like that's Tesla's fault. Like that's a lawsuit they're gonna have to handle. So they're gonna have to be insuring a fleet of a million robo taxis in the future. And so it seems like, like this is almost sort of getting their feet wet for this much bigger evolution of the industry where the liability goes from the human to the actual fleet operator. And that is a huge shift that we're sort of starting to see take place. This is a data grab. This is absolutely a data grab for, for Tesla in the best way possible, right? Assuming that they can continue to keep people's trust, owner's trust, and keep that data safe, you're now allow, you, you, you now have owners who are opting in and saying, yes, I will give Tesla more data, more insight into the vehicle. Because right now, a lot of it is, is um, you know, is, is, is metadata. You know, it's, it's very anonymous. Uh, so they have, they do have some insight, but um, it's all anonymous. Imagine if you can tie that to a specific car and be able to customize the uh, the product and the experience. And and um, you know, so so I think that it does need to be profitable. But maybe Tesla's strategy here is we want to try and get more insight into the vehicles, and one way of doing that is to um, allow owners to voluntarily give. Tesla that information to create a better product, whether that's uh, the product as a vehicle or probably more importantly, I think it's the product as autonomy, right? So let's take the example that you mentioned of, of the, the camera, the, the internal, uh, the, the inside of the, the cabin camera. Most people would probably be really concerned about having that on while, while, while driving their car. But if they know that they're going to get a discount or there's some other product that they, that they then can opt into, then, then you're encouraging owners to give up a little bit of their privacy for some sort of value in exchange. Mm -hmm. Like a cheaper rate on their insurance, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, safe yeah. And I actually think what, what could, what, what's another interesting angle here is Tesla's safety data with autopilot. You know, they've started to put out vehicle safety reports. And I think the big reason they're pushing into this insurance now is because at least from my understanding, there's been sort of a mispricing in the insurance market or there's not enough data about Tesla's and sort of a hesitance from the auto insurance industry to like price in really how safe these Teslas are into the insurance. And so I think Tesla's seeing that gap and is like, we believe our own data. We know how safe the car's getting and we know how all these accidents avoidance features are going to get way, way better in the future. And so if you assume a, a future where cars get much safer to operate and there's much less crashes, I think Tesla can dramatically bring down the cost of insurance, the insuring that. And so I think that's another layer to this whole puzzle piece is that cars are getting safer. Yeah, the autonomy piece, I think, um, is heading in the right direction. I don't think it's quite there yet with their vehicles. Um, but I think that 
it is definitely better right now and it will continue to get better through software updates. Uh, I think in terms of crash safety, the the safety of how the vehicle is engineered is one of the best, if not the best. Well, it has the lowest probability of injury, right? Ever tested that's, by NHTSA, the Model 3. Yeah, so That's exactly right. The one area that I do have a little bit of concern about, um, which I think is important for for the community to sort of consider and not just get caught up in, in the, the glitz and glamour of a new product from Tesla, I still see to date... Tesla having a problem supplying parts, replacement parts, when an automobile does get into a wreck. And, and, and maybe eventually they never get into a wreck because they're so good at autonomy. But, you know, for the short term, uh, Tesla still struggles with, with getting parts to auto body shops um, uh, quickly. And, and um, you know, I think that that's still, even in August of 2019, as we're recording this, a point of frustration and contention for particular owners. I see it all the time in, in, in the Denver Tesla club. And, um, you know, I, I, I have experienced this firsthand. I, 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 I receive all those, all those complaints and, and problems from owners here in the Denver area. So I've got a little bit more interesting uh, perspective, a little bit better insight into this process. And, you know, one, one of the things that, and, and I think that this probably still exists, I haven't used this tool, but Tesla has created a, an email address for body shop, you know, for, 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 for uh, parts. So if you're having a hard time with getting a part, you can send an email to this email address where some sort of department manages it. But, but in reality, you know, the problem is not, not being able to get in, well, it, it is a little bit getting in touch with someone. Uh, but the problem is the supply, the supply of parts and being able to get those shipped quickly. I still see that as a challenge. So this is one other part of the process that Tesla will need to figure out in order for them to continue to reduce the cost. Because the longer that those vehicles are in their body shop that they're managing now, um, the, the, the longer that it's taking and, and the less, you know, the, the more discontent that, that owners are getting. I, the, they need to figure out the turnaround time of getting the vehicles back into the owner's hands. And a big part of that problem is the parts availability. And do you think the insurance, the new Tesla insurance will help with this or? Like I hope so. I, I hope it just eliminates less friction. I hope yeah. it makes it easier. But, but again, you know, I don't, I, I think Elon mentioned on, on the uh, Q4 earnings call back in, in January, February, that he realized that they were being really boneheaded with, with where they store the parts. Yeah. If you remember where he mentioned that, like they were storing them in China and then, you know, for, for replacement parts to repair a car, they would ship it to the U S and then they'd have to ship it back to China or something like that. You know, something ridiculous where there was just some inefficiencies. So I'm hoping that, you know, that this whole process, if they're going to control it a little bit more, that they can remove just a little bit less friction and create more efficiencies with the process. I'm probably more hopeful that Tesla is doing in-house body work than, than, than actually controlling the insurance piece in terms of solving that problem of turning the car around and getting it fixed. Gotcha, gotcha. And I think from the owner perspective, that where Tesla's really heading is they just want to make it easy and it's like one price, like one, like you buy your car, it comes with insurance, it comes with service. You know, it's just less friction for the owner. I think that's, to me, the consumer edge that is exciting about this. And I think there was a pain point of certain people not being able to get affordable insurance quotes, especially in weirder regions. I guess in California, that's not going to solve that that much. But, um, you know, it could 
make it easier to buy Teslas if there is more accessible insurance. So when, when, when I was chatting with my, uh, my buddy, Logan, um, who's it, who's the insurance broker. Um, and I'll put a link to that video, by the way, cause you did cool. that whole interview. So, right, right. It's a good one. I apologize about the audio. I, 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 not, not great audio, but, but the content is good. Um, uh, w- one of the things I mentioned is why are Tesla's more expensive to fix? And he's like, I, I don't believe that they are more expensive to fix. They're, they're on par with any other, you know, similar priced vehicle. So that, that's an interesting misnomer wow. that surprised me a little bit um, that, that they're not, they're not any more expensive than, than any other vehicle that's in that class. Did you have any other surprising takeaways from that interview that made you like more excited about what Tesla's doing here? I mean, he, you know, Logan was, was really excited about the price, you know, the, the, the ability to sort of shave off the cost of insurance. And he particularly mm. said that right now, since he's an insurance broker, he writes his own insurance for his vehicles. But when Tesla insurance comes to Colorado, he'll transition that to Tesla because he believes that it will be less expensive for him. So if an insurance broker is saying that, that's a pretty good indication that, uh, you know, it's got a lot of promise. Yeah. And then back to that underlying data advantage, I think that sort of gives me comfort that we know what, you know, there's a big concrete reason that Tesla's got some ammo to work with here, which is they just know way more about their cars than anyone else does. And they know way more about what a driver's doing in their car versus like the status quo, which is people know nothing, you know? I don't know. I don't know what other automakers are doing in terms of data collection, um, over the air data collection, but, uh, Tesla is doing a ton already by by uploading that data to their servers and and analyzing it to help improve the product. You know, b- back to back to something that we talked about on the 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 podcast. Um, traditional automakers who produce these electric vehicles, it appears like they have this constituency with the with the dealership to to have to get a software update you have to take it into dealership and i think it's going to slow the the innovation down and end up being a a hampering for automakers that are traditional that have these these dealerships that they also have to answer to so you know if you can if you can imagine where tesla where tesla is at right now by uploading a lot of this autopilot data um, anonymous autopilot data if they if they create this this insurance brand, they're going to have more access to data, and now it's going to be assigned to a specific owner and driver, right? Because it's tied to that insurance rate. So again, it's very similar to Google. It, it's it seems very similar to to Google's early days, where they're just building this massive arsenal of of information to be able to create product over product over product and therefore make billions and billions of dollars. Yeah. And the digitization of the car is what really is allowing Tesla to do this. You know, it's a computer on wheels. And I think people overlook what that means. You know, it's not a bunch of analog switches and devices that aren't talking to each other, that aren't being recorded, that's not going to the cloud. Like this is totally different. Every single move that happens in the Tesla is recorded in the software. So having the digitization of the automobile is really what's allowing this massive more data collection, which is allowing the insurance product. So when you got back and you say Tesla's the only software first automaker, they're the only computer on wheels company, you, you know, it's, 
you, the insurance to me is a perfect example of why that matters. And you keep saying the Google analogy, you know, every time I type a search into Google, I'm training it to make it smarter. Every time I turn the wheel on a Tesla, I'm training that driver to make it a better driver. Like this is a really, really powerful feedback loop that no one else has. Tesla has 500, soon 600, soon 700,000, soon a million cars on the road. Um, and just building up more and more of this data moat, which will allow them to, you know, do things like this insurance product. Yeah, this I want to dovetail this conversation into something that um, you and I have talked about recently, which is this, you know, Tesla's building of an app store. They they are doing it. I, I they are absolutely building an app store. <laughs> I I have no doubt about it. This will be a multi billion dollar industry, and and being able to buy car insurance from the app store on the screen inside of your car will absolutely happen. It'll be, it'll be streamlined. It'll be, it'll be, I mean, it'll, I think it'll be a less than five click option to be able to sign up for auto insurance and you won't have to talk to a real person. You'll be able to do it from the screen. That will just be one of the apps or, or maybe it's a suite of, of auto insurance apps that you'll be able to access from this, this budding uh, app store that Tesla is most definitely working on. And we will see the beginnings of this in version 10 here in the next month. Yeah, I love it. And it just, it's the software on computer on wheels. Like it's, they built the, the platform to do all this. And now we're starting to get to the user base. Now we're starting to get enough data where we can start producing really fun, exciting, game-changing, innovative apps like this insurance. So I, perfect way to end it. Honestly, yes. Sean, that was awesome. So um, anyway, thank you so much for tuning in, Sean. I'll probably post this interview before the hyper chat, either one, amazing content on both. Um, I'll put a link to that insurance interview you did if people want to find out more and thank you so much for for hopping on sean really appreciate it yeah man thanks for having me good to chat again all right peace peace